and welcome to a Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Anewin. So first of all, I want to share what I think is some very exciting news. If you, well, actually, I'll put the link in the show notes, but if you go to my website, not only is it brand sparkling and new, um, I've got a new free gift for you and it's called The Summoning, Seven Ways to Reclaim Your Power and Magic. As you know, power and magic are two of my favourite topics. And I suppose I should tell you why they are my favourite topics, actually. The reason I'm so passionate about, you know, getting you to tap back into your magic, getting you to tap back into your own power is because when I was younger, I felt I had none. I was so shy. I was one of those kids that when, you know, your your mum had some friends come around, I would hide behind the chair. And I could still remember now my mum saying to me, come out, Rebecca, come and say hello. And I was just hiding behind the chair, terrified, <laughs> just so painfully shy. And as I got older, you know, I did I did well academically at school. I had friends at school, but I was still really introverted. I, I shared last, last week that I didn't go to university because I couldn't fill out the why I should go to university, why you should accept me. My whole life was just felt like it was hiding. And it took me a long time really to realise that it wasn't that I didn't have any power. It's that it was hiding. It was under a whole pile of expectations, of fears, of stuff, (laughs) just life happening. I mean, so much so that I couldn't even make a phone call. I can remember I needed to change an appointment because I was running late and I couldn't even phone up to say I'm going to be 10 minutes late for the appointment. I had to get a friend to phone up on my behalf. And when I look back now, I'm like, oh my goodness, poor little Rebecca. (laughs) Where was this work? I needed this work then. And I got into personal development um, at at a very young age, actually. And I started to learn all the reasons why I didn't have the confidence that I wanted. And I started to unlearn all of the patterns that had kept me small. And that's what I've tried to sum up in this new free offer, The Summoning, Seven Ways to Summon Your Power and Magic. And if you ever find yourself doubting yourself, feel that you're stuck. If you feel that you have really rubbish boundaries. You're saying yes when you want to say no and you're saying no when you want to say yes. If you feel exhausted from doing all of the things and still not feeling like you can keep up. If you find yourself seeking external validation rather than trusting yourself. If you find yourself wishing and hoping for change instead of having the courage to make it happen. And if you find yourself not valuing yourself, tick any one of those things, that free um, download is for you. It's a PDF and it links out to various um, audios. I'll put the links in the show notes, but it is on my website. Under It's pretty much on all of the pages. Um, <laughs> so if you ever do find yourself, you know, having any of that energy, not feeling connected to your power, not feeling connected to your magic, I want you to go down and download that PDF and work through some of the exercises. You don't have to do all seven, just do the one that resonates for you, but you might find yourself doing all seven. I don't ever want anyone to ever feel that way. I can remember my little sister saying, I've got two younger sisters, saying to me, God, Rebecca, our parents really did a number on you, didn't didn't they? Because all you ever want to do is like go and help everybody else. And I thought about it one day and I was like, 
Yeah, because I never want anyone to feel that that abandoned, that alone, that different, that like disempowered that I can remember feeling as a child and, you know, as a young adult too. So hopefully this is my contribution to helping you to do that. So like I say, have a look in the show notes. So from that, you know, as I look back, and this is true for all of my clients I work with, every single one of them is so much more capable than they realise They don't give themselves enough credit for doing what they need to be doing. And it starts with that steady drip in childhood. Now, we come into this world absolutely unapologetic about our needs. We come in, we shout, we scream when we're tired, when we're hungry, when we want picking up, when we need our nappies changing, whatever it is. We are unapologetic. We know what we need. We know what we want, we know what we desire, and we have no shame at all in demanding it. And our needs, hopefully, get met. However, as we grow older, even in early childhood, we start to have that steady drip, drip, drip of toning ourselves down, of realising that actually, if we are not always demanding, if we're not always singing our heart out the loudest we possibly can, if we are helping other people or putting the needs of other people first, we get praise. We get told that we're being good and we start to go, oh, I like that. (laughs) And sometimes we can confuse it with love and we start to realise that actually our loudest, boldest, colourful self maybe isn't as welcome as we want it to be. Perhaps it's not as accepted as we want it to be. And we just start that steady drip, drip, drip of maybe not singing as loudly anymore. Maybe someone has told us to be quiet and we've taken it personally. Perhaps someone has told us that our colouring is awful and we start to go, oh, maybe there's something else I can do better. And it might look like, oh, but I get praised when I... I don't know, help when I prioritise the needs of other people, when I share, when I, you know, wait my turn maybe excessively. And we just start to notice how when we stop expressing ourselves fully, maybe we feel more accepted. Maybe we mistake that for feeling more loved. Maybe we are told off less often. But whatever it is, that drip, 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 comes us toning ourselves down. It just starts ever so steadily. And then as we get older, it then turns into doubting ourselves, putting everyone else before ourselves, looking for external validation, meeting new people, going to new situations and asking, who do I need to be to be accepted in this situation? Who do I need to be to be loved in this situation? And we stop trusting ourselves. We become disconnected to our passion, to our power, because it has been seen as too much in the past. Perhaps when we were toddlers, perhaps we were too loud, too noisy. Perhaps we shouldn't have been dancing on the table. Now, of course, one or two times of you being told that isn't going to have a great deal of impact. But it's when we're told it time and time again by our parents, perhaps by family members, by religious leaders, by teachers at school, 
all of those people that have us conform, that don't celebrate our our uniqueness, our boldness, our creativity, our mismatched socks, (laughs) our crazy hair that we want to experiment with. When we're told it's all too much, we start to tone all of that down. So I have an exercise for you today, actually, just to do over the next few days to really get you to think about this concept of power and where you might give your power away to. And I really saw this, um, like how how easy it is for us to actually get back our power, even if you feel completely depleted. Now, I'm going to share a bit of an extreme example, but it doesn't have to be like that. You could just choose one of the seven ways in, in the, the PDF, the summoning. But one of my first uh, jobs out of college was um, I was an activity instructor and I loved climbing. I lived in the Midlands and I moved down to the south coast of the UK where there was really great sea cliff climbing. I loved climbing. It was one of those mistakes I made really where I was like, oh, I love climbing. I'll teach it. (laughs) And I was like, ah, teaching it isn't quite as fun as actually doing it yourself. Anyway, I got my climbing qualifications and we used to teach people climbing on the sea cliffs and we used to teach abseiling as well. Now, on the activity where I used to teach, it was on it was on a um, a cliff, not like dangling off the edge, but <laughs> it was right on the edge of the coast. And I used to work on, I think it was like 30 foot. Is that quite high? It was quite high. A 30 foot, maybe it was taller than that, actually. Anyway, it, it was very, very, I can say 30 foot's not actually that high, is it? Anyway, it was very, very high. Um, Toblerone Tower, if you imagine like a chocolate Toblerone <laughs> on its end, that's what we used to abseil off. And the kids so often were absolutely terrified. You know, like, I can't do it, I can't do it. And, you know, even the teachers would be feeling like that. And they were they were really, really scared. And so what I would do is I would abseil down next to them. And I'd sometimes I'd pretend to have my hand on their back. And, you know, I would be there with them, just giving them that confidence to abseil. And probably about three quarters of the way down, I would just look at them and be like, hi. And they were like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then they suddenly realised they were doing it. They were already abseiling. And then they loved it. And then the adrenaline, the, the adrenaline high kicked in and they wanted another go and another go and another go. And it's just that initial, oh, my goodness, I can't do this. Or the, but the thought of something was so much worse. And then they would be able to do this. And I can't tell you how many times, I only worked there for a summer, but how many times that myself and other instructors would have letters from these kids and often the teachers saying, you've changed my life. And now these children were only like, I guess, between like 13 and 14 and 17. And they're like, you've changed my life. I didn't believe I could do this. And now I have. Or they'd be like, I didn't think I could do this and I had something else come up in my life and I didn't think I could do that, but I remembered that you helped me with the abseiling and if I could do that, what else could I do? And it's so true, but <laughs> I don't want you to have to go and scare yourself to realise that you are more capable than you than you realise. There are, air quotes, easier ways to recall that power and magic, to remind yourself Because your power is always there. That courage, that bravery, that inner knowing, that knowledge is always there. It's just buried under a layer of expectations, of shoulds, of fear, of, you know, events that have happened in your life. 
and we want you to bring that back. Now, obviously, dangling off this huge Toblerone tower will do that for people. <laughs> it, it will focus their mind. But hopefully, in the PDF, this is a much easier, gentler way for you to really experience that. So I want you just to take a moment and just ask yourself, what did you give up or modify to be more accepted, to make yourself feel more acceptable so that you could fit in? Perhaps you gave up on a particular way of expressing yourself. Perhaps you gave up on a dream. Perhaps you gave up on, you know, a a hobby, a, a career, a path in life. Or what did you tone down? Perhaps you even find yourself doing it now, today, in your current, you know, perhaps there's a particular area of your life where you find yourself toning down. So I want you to think about power in terms of it being a energetic currency, because, I mean, that's what power is. And when I first left home back in the day, I rented a flat with some friends and the flat had an electric meter in there. Now, this is how long ago it was. You used to have to put coins in the electric meter. And this particular electric meter took 50 pence pieces. I don't think you still get coin operated meters. But anyway, you used to have to put 50p in. And 50p would actually last a surprisingly long time. Anyway, so you'd, you'd fill it up with with 50p's and you would have electric. Now, one day I was in the shower. I had a head full of shampoo. and of course, the electric went out. So I had to scramble around in my towel and you know, soap dripping everywhere, trying to find a 50p so I could get electric. Now, you better believe that that electric meter never, ever <laughs> went that low ever, ever again. And I want you to think about your power in terms of an electricity meter. So think about your life and think about what do you do in your life that tops up your own personal power, your own personal electricity meter. Now, that might be things like doing things that you love and enjoy that bring you great, you know, great joy in your life. It could be by having really clear boundaries. It could be by saying no when you mean no, saying yes when you mean yes. Topping up your power could be asking for things that you need. It could be taking time for self-care. It could be learning new things that interest you. It could be anything that just makes you feel more like yourself again, that makes you feel vibrant and alive and, of course, powerful. And then think about what drains you. What activities do you do that leave you feeling depleted? What, who do you spend time with that leaves you feeling depleted? Where can you feel that power drain? Now, sometimes power drains look like somebody that we still hold a grudge against from years ago. That could be a power drain. But if you think about in your current life, what activities do you do? Where do you want to say no, but you end up saying yes? What do you find yourself doing that you don't really want to do? And so I want you to imagine every time you do something that fills you up, that you're adding 50p to the meter. And then every time you do something that depletes you, I want you to imagine taking away 50p or 
whatever it may be. So if you've had the most amazing day surrounded by friends, doing the things that make you feel really inspired and lifted, that might be like adding £5 or £10 to your electricity meter. However, if you've spent time with someone that's just felt left, left you feeling less than, that left you feeling depleted, that you feel like you can never say no to, maybe that's taken away £5. Maybe that's taken away £20. And quite often, power is a very palpable thing. You'll feel it. Your energy will either be open and expansive and moving forward and it just feels radiant. It doesn't have to feel loud. It doesn't have to feel noisy. But it is an energy of just like, oh, it's just opening up. And we all know what it feels like to feel depleted. When your energy sinks, you start to feel tired, overwhelmed. Your thoughts aren't quite as clear as they could be. And you just feel like, ugh, like that. And so notice when, how much of your day do you spend adding to your, adding to your electric meter? And how much time do you spend draining that meter. Now, of course, in life, I don't think many people get to do only things that top them up, that add to their life, that make them feel incredible, that make them feel more like you. But that's okay. You don't have to because we all have things to do that maybe drain us or deplete us or spend time with people where we do feel depleted. But as long as we are adding more to our electricity meter, more to our power, that's okay. We're still going to stay in the positive. The problem happens when we are constantly draining, 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 draining without adding anything back into that meter. That's when we end up feeling overwhelmed, exhausted and tired more than a good night's sleep can possibly revive us. You know, when you've like slept and you're like, oh my God, I still feel tired even though I've had a really good night's sleep. Or you feel tired to your bones and you know it's more than just like a good couple of nights sleep will give you. This is when we're looking at like this energetic power. And even if you look at the language we use to describe like feeling off these days, it is overwhelmed, exhausted, depleted, burnt out. It's all the language of energy. It's all the language of power. So start to notice where you feel depleted. So like I said, not all of the things you will be able to not do just because they deplete you. But as long as you're still topping yourself up, we're still okay. And then when there's things that are depleting you, you might be able to do things around that. Now we've done... um, you know, we've got other episodes about how to protect your energy, you know, how to guard your energy, how to shield your energy, how to cleanse your energy. All of those things will help you to fill up that power or at least stop draining. So if you if you imagine yourself being sat in this like beautiful cauldron or other vessel of choice, what you want to do is plug up all the leaks. It's like, I often, say, I often say to my clients, don't be a leaky cauldron. Okay, you don't want to be a leaky cauldron. So what we're looking at doing is like, there may be those leaks, but what can we do to plug up those leaks? So for example, maybe there's somebody at work who just leaves you feeling exhausted. There's things that you can do physically, like set boundaries, maybe avoid them. Um, but if that's not possible, 
then it's things like, you know, putting that purple bubble in place, using salt um, to protect your energy, getting home, dancing, drumming, having the, the magical showers to clear away that person's energy from us. So instead of just feeling depleted, depleted, powerless, overwhelmed, exhausted and going, oh, my God, that person just like depleted me of like 20 pounds of my power. Maybe you can get it. So they only deplete you four pounds. But actually, you know what to do to, when you get home that you can actually top yourself up by six. So you stay in the positive. But start by thinking in your life what adds to your power and what depletes your power. Now, you could do this in your journal. You could think about, oh, yeah, what things do I do? And you could do it at the end of the day and you could just look back over the day and just think, oh, when did I feel most like myself? When did I feel alive? When did I feel powerful? When did I feel in my power? And then you could ask yourself and you could give it like a value. And then you could ask yourself, when did I lose my power? Who did I give my power away to? What did I give my power away to? So every time you think you're not good enough, every time you're worried about what someone else might think, every time you're deferring to someone else, every time you are seeking external validation, you are draining your own power and energy. So where are you doing that? So one thing you could try is if you're like, oh my goodness, I need to ask that person what they're doing. And maybe if they're an expert in that field that you're looking for advice on, brilliant. That's topping you up. That's you being empowered enough to know when to ask for support. If you're asking that person because you're worried what they might think or you want their approval or you want their recognition, that's going to drain your power. So an activity might look like the same activity, but the reason behind it is either going to add to your power or drain your power. But instead of, if it was a depleting exercise, so instead of going to that person, what you could do is you could get your oracle cards out or your charms or your divination tool of choice and draw a card, cast a charm and just feel into that energy and spend some time with the, the spread that you do, the charms that you cast, finding your own answer, coming back and drawing back your own power. Even if it only takes you like, five minutes, a couple of minutes just to draw a card, just to get you back on your own track. That is going to be so much more empowering and top up your own electric meter. Okay. So I want you just to do that over the next, I don't know, week or so. It doesn't have to be a laborious exercise. It might be just something that you just scanned through the day. But what you will notice is you'll actually start to feel your power. You'll start to feel it leaking. And, and then you can be like, oh my goodness, I can plug it quickly. And you'll start to feel it feeling more more vibrant. You'll start to feel yourself trusting yourself a little bit more. You'll start to feel yourself having more clarity about the direction you want to move in, having more confidence, feeling like bolder and braver to say yes to those things you want to say. You'll find yourself having more energy. You'll find yourself just feeling just more centred and grounded, more in your own space. So have a think about what makes you feel the most powerful? And you might want to start adding that back into your day again, how you can do that, whether it's like reading some of your poetry, listening to your favourite music, feeling the sun on your face. They don't have to be things that take a lot, lot of time or your energy, but they are just, just as throughout life, we have drip, 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 
given away our power, lost our power, forgotten our power, we can quite as easily drip, drip, drip and top ourselves back up. You don't have to refuel yourself overnight. You know, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm depleted. I have to do all of the things today to fill myself up immediately. But it is more important to have that cumulative effect where you top yourself up day after day after day after day, even if it's only a drip, drip, drip at the time, because that drip, drip, drip becomes a puddle, which becomes a pond, which becomes a lake, which becomes an ocean of you being filled up with your own power. So do come over into our community and let us know what are the activities that make you feel more like yourself, that fill you up, that make you feel more alive, more potent and more powerful. And what are the things that drain you? Now, If there is something that is in your life and it's draining you and you're like, I just don't know what to do about it. How can I make it less impactful? Come and share it in our community and we will give you some ideas for you to go away and try. That could be um, magical boundaries. It could be magical practices, could even be spells. But we will find something to stop you being a leaky cauldron because like I say this is so important it's so important for us to like reclaim that power of magic so that we live life on our own terms because it's so much more fulfilling nourishing creative fantastic than saying oh my god I'm so shy I can't even make a phone call can you do it for me yeah so I really 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 want you to be able to stand in your power from that place of like passion and confidence because often we fall into those patterns of people pleasing being the good girl wanting to be loved or accepted we want to fit in we don't want to make a fuss we don't want to come across as arrogant selfish or bossy and so instead we just like drip 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 that power away but instead i want you shining like the sun in your power in your magic in your radiance because not only are you more capable than you give yourself credit for but your your blend of magic your blend of your power is so important you know i've shared this analogy before but it's it's something that you know i wholeheartedly believe in it's like i often think of like people as like an english country garden And some people are designed to be sunflowers and some people are bluebells and, you know, some people bloom year after year after year and some just just come for a season. Some, like the jasmine smells gorgeous at night time and some are more like potent in the morning. Some are herbs, trees, bushes, some are evergreens. We need all of that to make an incredible garden, a rich, luscious garden. We don't ever tell the sunflower off for being too arrogant and too bright and too tall and we never tell the daisy off for being so tiny and you know little (laughs) it's but we would it would be silly and it's the same with people being in your power doesn't mean you have to be loud it doesn't mean you have to be center stage of of a world stage it does mean you take center stage of your own life Yes, absolutely. We still help other people. We still support other people. We're still kind and generous, but we do so from a place of power. We help people still. We contribute still, but we do so from a place of overflow, from a place of generosity. We do so because we want to, not because it's expected. Do we compromise? Absolutely we do. But again, we compromise because it's the right thing to do rather than it's expected of us. And so we have to. 
All of those decisions, I mean, each and every decision you make every day, and we make thousands of them, has the power to add to your power or to deplete from your power. Now, I'm not asking you to check every single decision. That would be quite exhausting in itself. But just start to notice when you feel more like you and start to notice when you feel more depleted, because those are the moments when we can intervene and say, hang on a minute, I'm not going to leak my power anymore. I'm going to call my power back to myself. So I start to feel more confident. So I start to know that I can respond to life instead of react to life. So I can start to walk a path that is aligned for me. So I can start to feel more joyful. So I can start to feel more fulfilled in life. So I can start to have a life that feels more magical, that feels more like you, a true expression of you. So like I say, if you're struggling with any of those things, um, do click in the show notes and download my um, The Summoning, Seven Ways to Call Back Your call back your power and magic. And I would love to know as well why you're over in our community. Which of the seven are you going to try first or which has been your favourite one? So thank you for joining me. Keep powerful and remember you are so much more powerful than you give yourself credit for. We just need to untangle from all the shoulds, the judgments and the expectations. Now, of course, you can do something scary like abseiling if that's out your comfort zone Or you can just start noticing where you give away your power and start to call it back. So thank you for joining me. I will speak to you again very soon.